Hey there, you're listening to episode number 43, and if you listened to the last episode on immunity and digestion with essential oils, episode number 42, you know that I shared that as an audio version of a Facebook Live video that I did, and this one today is also the same thing. So I originally did this as a video, which is why you might hear me reference some visual aspects of it, but I thought you could still get the conversation and information about healthy hormones with essential oils through this audio version. And I don't know about you, but I like taking things on the go that I can listen to in my earbuds sometimes. So I thought you would love it as a podcast episode too. Let's dive right in. I am really excited to talk to you about this because it is definitely a huge topic for many of us women. And I personally had my own challenges around hormones So hopefully some of what I share really lands with you exactly where it needs to, and this is hugely helpful to you. Um, So if we haven't met, by the way, uh, I'm Jenny, and I'm the founder of Wild Wellness. I'm also a wellness advocate with doTERRA, and in my world with Wild Wellness, I really focus on teaching nature-inspired, holistic health approaches to people, and one of my main tools are in these bottles right here. Um, These are essential oils, and I love teaching about this because I think it complements so much of what we do in our lifestyle. And I think that's actually where I'd like to start with the hormone topic, because if you think about why our hormones get disrupted, um, that might be the first place to begin with this. Uh, I know it could be for so many reasons, so I'm not going to Um, try to cover all of the extent of why this can happen in our lives or in our bodies. But one of the reasons that sometimes we get um, hormone disruption in one of the areas that we actually have control over to look at starts with the products that we use. And the products that we use often contribute to elevated estrogen levels. And so namely talking about our skincare and the things that we put directly onto our body that gets absorbed through the skin and into the bloodstream. And on top of that, the fragrances that we use through burning candles or through spraying things in the air, either because of an air freshener or a cleaner or because we're using it on our skin and we're actually smelling that as well. So I know if you're watching this and it's fall time, you might just be pulling out those delicious fall scented candles that you love. Um, But I want you to know that there are great alternatives to that, that smell, in my opinion, even more amazing because, you know, they have that delicious spiciness of cinnamon and cassia and clove and ginger and all the things you have, but they're so much more crisp and fresh and smell like nature. Plus, they're so much better for us. So that's just one side topic. And if you're curious about how you could replace candles and smelling things in your home um, with something more natural, we can talk about that. But I think it's important to just say that that's, you know, is one of the things that we do have control over, the kind of products that we're using and how some of those things can contribute to elevated estrogen levels and just overall sort of imbalances in the body with how we're functioning because our body often doesn't know what to do with those chemicals and has a hard time processing it and it puts overburden on things like our liver. So the other piece that I want to focus on when when we're talking about hormones is actually the relationship between our hormones and stress and specifically our cortisol levels. So when we encounter a stressor, whether it is a physical stressor 
or an emotional stressor. The body really doesn't know the difference between the two. It just picks it up as a, okay, we've got a fight or flight here. And so what happens is uh, hormones get released to help us to respond to that and react. And cortisol is one of those hormones. So long term, if we continue to have those reactions in our body and we never sort of get this break of fight or flight and then rest and digest, which is normal, if we stay in that high state of ongoing stress and high cortisol, that can lead to a lot of things. Some of the things that maybe you're experiencing that you didn't realize were linked to high cortisol. And again, I'm not saying that they definitely are. It's just a possibility and it could be a piece to the whole picture. So having um, disrupted digestion for sure could be one of the results of high cortisol. Um, having you know mental fog and just sort of trouble processing things mentally, having unclear focus, issues with metabolism, um, your immune system is struggling, maybe a weakened ability to fight off infections. Loss of muscle and bone can be a result of high cortisol ongoing. Mood swings, depression, hair and skin problems, uh, weight gain, especially around the midsection, thyroid imbalances, having trouble sleeping, having a low sex drive. All of these things can be the result of our cortisol levels being just through the roof for too long. So if you want some natural support with some of these symptoms, and I didn't go into even the most probably common ones that you might be experiencing related to hormones, which would be, um, I did say brain fog, but also PMS, menstrual cramps, uh, bloating, hot flashes, things we think of as being directly related to our menstrual cycle or to um, menopause or perimenopause, wherever we might be in that. But if that's something that you know you're experiencing any one of those things, then I think today the essential oils that I'm going to share with you and how to use them is going to be really helpful. I want to offer you recommendations that actually have an emphasis on lowering cortisol levels because managing stress, I think, is one of the greatest gifts that we can give to our bodies. And I do want to say, um, before we dive into the specific oils that I'm going to share with you, that choosing your essential oils is so important. I want you to be aware of quality. If you don't have essential oils in your life yet and you haven't researched this um, or you haven't landed with the doTERRA oils like I have yet, I want you to know that I cho choose to use doTERRA and I chose them um, years ago when I began because doTERRA is committed to testing the oils very well for the purity and the potency. So these are sourced from all over the world and then they're tested in many different quality tests to make sure that they are gonna have the benefits that we would expect and that they don't have any impurities in them that we wouldn't want in an essential oil that we're gonna be using. And I also really appreciate doTERRA because they are so conscious of the environmental practices and also of the people that they're working with in the harvesting of the plants and extracting the essential oils because it's part of the picture, right? You can't just take these and, and hope that, you know, they're um, going to continue to be a lasting supply of this or, you know, um, not worry about the communities where we're getting these things. So if you're a conscious consumer when it comes to products, I think you would love what doTERRA is doing. They're trailblazing the way in the world of essential oils for sure. And I have a link here in um, around this video that I posted that you can find out more about all that. I won't go completely into their co-impact sourcing and, and kind of what they do, but there's so much more to it beyond what is in the bottle. So I think that this is going to be um, 
one of the things that you want to look at before even considering the essential oils that I'm going to name. Um, just making sure that you're choosing the quality that makes sense for you. And in so many ways, I encourage you to take a look at the doTERRA oils because of some of the things that I just shared. So what I will say now is um, there's a few different ways you can use oils. You can smell them by simply putting a drop in your hand and rubbing them together and then inhaling over your nose and mouth, obviously a little more slowly than that. You kind of take it in. Um, you can use a diffuser as well. I have those all around my home, and that puts the essential oil particles out into the space through a mist. Uh, you can even use those in your car. There's a great car diffuser you can get free this month, actually, and that's in the, the link here that I shared as well. So you can use these essential oils in many different places, but you can also put you want to dilute them with a vegetable oil to avoid any skin sensitivity and to help them absorb better. And that can often be over a location where you're having an issue, like on maybe specifically a skin problem. Or if it's in the case of like what we're talking about over the female organs, you might actually put an oil topically over your abdomen. And then the last way you can use doTERRA oils is internally. This goes back to the quality. You want to... Um, Look at the bottle, the doTERRA bottle. It'll have supplement facts on it if you can use it internally, and it'll say dilute one drop in four fluid ounces of water or of liquid. So you can put it in water. You can even put it in um, coffee. Um, not necessarily the best way to do it. I would recommend water, but in any liquid, really, you could add it to that. But water is the easiest and best way to go typically to use these essential oils internally, and that's often best for digestion, for the mouth, the throat, the immune system, sometimes just for that direct support. So the thing that you'll want to get when you get your essential oils is a personal usage guide. And there's many different book recommendations that I would give you as I'm walking you along through this um, to be able to basically look up a health issue or kind of what you want to work on, and then you'll see which oil to use and how to use it. So that way you can understand whether to put it on your skin, take it internally, or diffuse it. So I'm going to share a few ideas now for um, oils that you can use for balancing hormones. And the first one that I want to talk about is called Clary Sage. And this one is a beautiful kind of flowery aroma. It's kind of earthy at the same time to me. It's not quite as um, flowery as lavender in that way. I love sage. I love Clary Sage. I really mix this in many things, including my healthy hormone blend that I shared in this um, around this video, but the main component of clary sage is linalool acetate, and this is part of the esters group. So in essential oil chemistry, esters are very calming and very relaxing. So this is why I want to talk about this one in relationship to cortisol and how our hormones can get affected from our cortisol levels. So not only is it relaxing for our emotions and for cortisol levels, but also for uh, relaxing and soothing the skin. So some practical ways to use clary sage would be to diffuse this oil, especially if you're trying to wind down at the end of the day. This is such a good one to use before bed or while you're um, sleeping throughout the night to have that diffusing in the room. You can also, if you don't have a diffuser yet, you can apply it to your pillow or put it on your wrist so that if you sleep with your hand up near your face, you can smell it there. This one is also really nice combined with Roman chamomile because Roman chamomile is a very calming oil too. 
And during your menstrual cycle, if you experience cramping, it's nice to be able to rub a few drops of the clary sage with some fractionated coconut oil or another vegetable oil that you choose and rub that onto your abdomen, even onto the ankles. Your ankles are actually reflex points on the body for your female organs. So that's a, a good place to put the essential oils to also affect and support those areas of your body or those, those organs. Um, clary sage is also nice for hot flashes if you're experiencing that. So you would want to combine clary sage um, in a spray bottle with water. And I would add some peppermint to that too because peppermint is nice and cooling. And you would just spritz that on the back of your neck for a cooling relief. Or you could mix it in a roller bottle and roll that onto the back of the neck when you're experiencing the hot flash. The nice thing about the clary sage is that it is balancing to your hormones. So it's going to be helpful um, to help your body to, to not have as many of those hot flashes, hopefully, but then the peppermint is nice and cooling for if you do experience it kind of while you're working towards that. So the next one I'm going to talk about is geranium, another one that's just super balancing to our hormones and very supportive to the liver specifically, which in a lot of different um, schools of thought, especially uh, traditional Chinese medicine, the liver, I believe, is associated oftentimes with our, um, our menstruation and our female hormones and cycle. So geranium is another good one to massage over your abdomen if you are having cramps, even leading up to that time of the, the month, whether you call it your period or your moon time, whatever it may be, um, this one is good to apply to your abdomen leading up to that. And, um, you know, just to help with everything that's coming, your body is starting to make that shift. So it doesn't hurt to do that, you know, a week out as you're starting to experience some of the symptoms that you might experience during that time. Uh, geranium is also good at um, helping our hair and our scalp, just our skin in general, especially if it's dry. So if you experience any of that, this one is really nourishing and moisturizing. You can add it to uh, your lotion or to fractionated coconut oil, like I said, and it's wonderful for body odor too. So if you want a, a nice natural deodorant, you might want to try geranium. I love the new doTERRA deodorant now, but in the past, especially during the, the time when I moved into menstruation during that time of the month, my body odor would often change a little bit. And I found that geranium often was the one that I needed to add in to help with that. So I would just dab it under my armpits and use it that way. Everyone's a little different, I think, as to which ones help them the most. All right, so next one is lavender. You may have heard of lavender before. Um, even if you've never used essential oils, I'm guessing you've probably experienced lavender in some form. Um, lavender is often used in a lot of sleep aid products and things that are going to be for relaxation. And it is a calming oil, but huge difference between pure lavender, like doTERRA's, and a lavender-scented product. Because when you have a lavender-scented product, it's just made of a fragrance. It's just made of chemicals to produce that fragrance to kind of smell like lavender. And I guarantee you, if you put your nose up to this bottle versus a lavender scented, um, you know, eye pillow or lavender scented lotion of some kind, it, there'd be a huge difference. And there's a reason for that. So make sure you're using something that is pure lavender and that way you'll get the benefits that I'm talking about. So really calming oil. And this can be so helpful with, um, PMS because the studies on lavender show that it actually helps to increase our 
parasympathetic nervous system activity, which when I was talking about that fight or flight with high cortisol and then the rest and digest being the opposite side of that, that's the parasympathetic nervous system more so kicking into action. So to balance that out, you know, if we have a lot of high cortisol going on and a lot of stress response, um, that fight or flight mode, then it's really important that we use something that's going to support our parasympathetic nervous system, which would be lavender. So you want to use this oil in the aromatic sense. So put it in a diffuser or put it in your, um, uh, put it on something that you're going to be able to smell. I was trying to think of like, if even if you don't have a diffuser, put it in a spray bottle to be able to mist like onto your bedding or into the room at night. It's also really nice to put in a bath. If you are someone who likes to soak in a tub, I know um, when I start my cycle, that is so nourishing to me and just is so relieving, especially when I have some cramping. It's nice to be able to put Epsom salts in with that since that can help with cramps too and stiff muscles. And then you add lavender to that um, even geranium and clary sage, you can put all of those in there. That is, uh, that's going to be a really great combo to do. So use lavender to help lower cortisol levels. The sun is amazing. It's just putting a little glare on where, where I'm at here. Okay, so lavender for lowering cortisol and increasing parasympathetic nervous system. Next one I want to talk about is bergamot. This is a citrus oil that comes from the, the peel of the fruit. It kind of smells a little bit like a lemon, um, but maybe a little bit more earthy. It's so delicious, and it's actually a huge helper to those who are feeling stressed as well. It's a completely different aroma than lavender, of course, because it's a citrus. So it's nice if you want to switch it up, or you might just be someone who really connects with those citrus oils. It's also known to help us when we are needing to be more self-accepting. So maybe we've been judgmental or we're resisting things about ourselves, about our bodies, about what uh, is happening during our cycle. And I think that can be huge. I know that's been part of my journey with the challenges that I've had um, with menstruation and you know sometimes the pain that I've experienced and being resistant to that. So bergamot helps, our, helps us to increase self-acceptance of the process of the things that our body is going through. And a way that you could use bergamot would be to diffuse it or to apply it to the back of the neck or the wrists. And you could wear this one as a beautiful perfume with lavender kind of leading up to your cycle or throughout the month um, anytime. Some research on bergamot actually shows that just after 15 minutes of being exposed to the bergamot, um, people had improved mental health and well-being, and this was in a mental health treatment center. So it really is um, a beautiful oil to use for our uh, mental state to get us kind of into a more positive state of mind, but also to calm and relax. And another great place that you might even put it for that self-worth and self-acceptance is over the heart um, or the belly. Kind of feel dry on the exterior, that would be good. One other one I want to share is basil. Basil is a beautiful herbaceous kind of oil. Mm, it's so delicious um, mixed in my blend that I shared here in the, in the post. And the reason that I put it in that blend is because of a couple reasons. One, because it's actually really supportive to your adrenal glands. And your adrenals are actually what contribute to uh, 
producing and distributing that cortisol hormone. So when you use basil to support the adrenals, you're directly supporting that cortisol and therefore the other things that we're talking about with um, healthy hormones. And another area that you might just put basil by itself if you're wanting to uh, support your adrenals is on your low back because your um, kid or your adrenal glands sit atop your kidneys on your low back. So you can just apply that there. But this is also known to help with cramping. A lot of people um, apply it to their abdomen or take it in water or in a capsule to help with um, painful cramps during that time of the month. And even on your muscles and joints, if you get sore in those areas and tight and stiff, if you have tension in your head, maybe um, using it with peppermint or wintergreen or even frankincense. Um, basil might work well on its own too, but I'm just giving you some other oils that I love to use. Um, sometimes even marjoram is a really good one for me to use with basil, especially around um, if I'm getting some head tension before I start my cycle or towards the end of it. And the last thing basil um, is so good for aromatically is for mental focus or if you're feeling kind of mentally burnt out and fatigued. So again, going back to that cortisol idea, when our stress levels are high, we often, you know, completely get mentally foggy and just sort of burn out in our thinking and we can't um, get that clear cognition program going. So the basil is helpful for um, giving us clear thoughts and helping us to uh, feel more focused not so fatigued in our head. One more I want to share is thyme. And thyme oil is, you know, interesting, I guess, in the hormone conversation, I thought, um, until I learned more about it, because up to this point, I thought of thyme oil mostly for its cleansing benefits, uh, both in the home and also for supporting the immune system, sort of cleansing on the inside of our body. But it turns out that this is really a good oil for balancing hormones through estrogen binding. And there is a little bit of confusion that essential oils can be estrogenic and should be avoided in certain cases. But according to the research on this, there's actually no evidence that essential oils are estrogenic or that they contain certain hormones. Um, the studies show that actually they don't have estrogen-like activity. Okay, so I just got to jump in here real quick because if the best next step for you is getting some doTERRA essential oils because you want to incorporate them in some of the ways that we've talked about and maybe even learn more about other aspects of using the essential oils, I would love to help you. That's what I do with doTERRA. I help people to integrate these tools into their life and show you all of the resources and guides that we have for you to continue on this essential oil journey. And I'm actually thrilled that you can get doTERRA oils at 25% off. That's the wholesale customer discount. And that's actually the same discount that I receive on the oils. Plus, there's other rewards and perks to having your own membership and place that you order from online. So I can tell you more about that. And you can definitely check it out on your own right now at jennyholbert.com forward slash 43, which is where you'll find all the show notes for this episode. And if you just want to skip straight to all of the information I have about oils, just go to jennyholbert.com forward slash oils, and you will find all of the details and next steps for you there. I want to thank you for listening. And also I want to thank you for sharing this episode with someone who might really benefit from it. A special woman in your life who you know has hormone challenges and maybe she's interested in a natural and holistic approach. 
Now, if this is your first time listening to the Wild Wellness Podcast and you don't want to miss any future episodes, then just hit the subscribe button on your podcast app and you will get noticed when I have new episodes for you. So until we chat again, my friend, go live your one wild life.